sweet spot I'm feeling good The sun is shining I knew it would The world's a playground I'm in the clouds Let me show you what it's all about Check it out And this is Unrelegated. Welcome to just another mini soccer pitch invading OTP parade in Atlanta United podcast for Woo! the people. By, I guess, two other people. Uh, but we're joined by two other people. Yeah. And two so plus two is four. four people. That's right. We're good at math. Math. This is a math podcast. We did math things. So for you guys sure. didn't know that. We're just going to go through formulas and. Yeah, full yeah, algebra. No, no, no algebra, please. <laughs> well, I mean, algebra is my favorite subject, to be honest, and I'm really great as a tutor. So I can help if you want. There you Appreciate go. It. Yeah. It. We'll just spend the next hour <laughs> tutoring on algebra. It'll be a blast. We're going to solve for X. And I'll take you through all the steps of solving for X, and but then we'll y. put exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, the voices that you're hearing right now are of uh, Kenny, uh, and uh, you go by G. Araldo, yes, uh, and uh, Chris Copeland of Atlanta United Nation. Welcome, Welcome guys. guys. Thank you for coming out. Not a bit buggy, but that's all right. I, I appreciate it, guys. I that's really right. Do. When you when you constantly send messages to us, I mean, we're bound to see one. It of was them a little weird when you showed up at my job. <laughs> I don't know how you knew yeah, I where I where I worked, but that was a little that was a little weird. The but gifts yeah, were nice, though. If you want to keep on with the gifts, that's, that's what showed me uh, your commitment, and, and I figured we'd go ahead and do that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> also, he was slightly terrified. <laughs> so, you guys actually, uh, the first time I came across uh, Atlanta Nation was as a Facebook group. Okay. Um, it, there were the Atlanta United fans group was uh, sort of the the largest group, and then I think I remember seeing uh, your group uh, sprout up around the same time. Okay. Uh, is that something that you started, Kenny, or you know how does how who is Atlanta United Nation? How did this whole thing start? Okay, I, I did actually meet you last year with Delta Seventeen. Right. Yeah. I started Atlanta United Nation at the beginning of the season. Um, I sat here at, actually at Twisted Taco. I Twisted Taco with about three people here at the bar. So uh, it, it's hard to do a Viking club with three people. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, I mean, it started off slow and it, it just worked it well. It worked it well up to something I didn't really. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. What, yeah, what I mean, this, you know, it's we're, just unbelievable. We're here at Twisted Taco in Swanee, and and it's what? How many hours before the match? And it's already packed. Yeah, it's been it's been starting to yeah. fill up about yeah, an hour and a half before yeah, the game. Yeah, it's gonna get so. crazier. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm get excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're oh, yeah. pumped. We're already seeing new scarves come out. We saw yes. our good friend and one of our sponsors, Dave uh, Williamson from Dave W Photography, is here. He was he's watching the Portland Seattle game as we speak. Right. So uh, many crazy things happened in <laughs> that game. And uh, yeah, we'll get into some of that stuff, some of the results before the before the game. Uh, but mainly, when we have new guests on, guys, yeah. we like to get to know you. Okay. We like to find a little bit about you. So uh, go ahead and just give us your social security number. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but really. <laughs> <laughs> what, what we like to do is uh, we like to find out. We ask some, uh, some of the same questions of each of our guests. And we'll start with you, Kenny. Uh, we'd like to know, what is your favorite Atlanta United match moment? That could be something either before the match, during the match, you know, whatever, over the last couple seasons. What was the question again? What is your favorite Atlanta United match moment? Right. Match moment. Whether it's this season, last season, whatever it be. I mean, 
I mean, wow, uh, Bobby Dodd, honestly, the first game, uh, I saw his goal. That was, yeah. that was yeah. just unbelievable. Like, I mean, I, I was there I was there sitting with my dad. Like, I just, I, I could, it was just a beautiful moment. Like, I never expected it in a million years for, for Atlanta to, to have that kind of support. Like, that fast. It's just, I grew yeah. up here in Atlanta since 89. I mean, I've gone through, I mean, I've, Atlanta Ruckus, Silverbacks, everything. Like, I mean, it was, it was a special moment, honestly. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what I cherish. Yeah, the, I, I, the, the, kind of the crazy thing about podcasts is that you can't see somebody's reaction when they're talking. And I just want to say that the entire time that you were talking about that, you could see in your face just how much that moment meant to you and how much that, yeah. that, I'm the, the I'm accumulation very passionate. of Atlanta. I am yeah. very, very passionate about Atlanta sports. And then you saw in Chris's face that you were probably stealing his Probably stealing uh, his thunder, moment. for sure. Yeah, for that, sure. That, was, that was my moment as well. I, I, I was, I was we up there. We could share, guys. We could share. <laughs> exactly. I, I was up there in the, uh, in, in, the, in the nosebleed section watching the whole thing, and it was just it was amazing seeing that first goal and just looking at everybody just jump up and scream. I mean, it was just it, it, was, it was out of this world uh, insane, especially for a guy who grew up here in Atlanta playing soccer and you know when I was in the state championship way back in the day there were like maybe like a hundred people at my game but here here we are you know years and years later looking at this and watching this game and with 70,000 people yes 70,000 people all there packed out it was just it was an incredible moment and uh, I, I'll be honest, uh, my eyes were not dry at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for being honest. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of people uh, at that in, mom, in that moment uh, didn't have dry eyes either. Um, now, another thing that we like to ask uh, is the sort of uh, who is your favorite player question, and it can be from either past season, this season, overall seasons. Who is your favorite player and why? So let's start with Chris, since we started with Kenny last time. Yeah, your turn to steal Kenny's thunder. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to definitely go with Al Marone right now uh, for MLS-wise. Uh, he's, he's just he's amazing. Uh, he's, he's doing an incredible job. He's the work engine of the team. I mean, he, he just he, he makes a complete difference when he's out there, and he's such, he's such an offensive threat when he's out there, you know, just always grabbing the ball and, and pushing it and prodding. I mean, it, he just he, he opens it up, and he, and he and he changes the team and the dynamic of the team. Absolutely, yeah. How about you, Kenny? And yeah, I did I'm, mean I'm, Atlanta United. I'm based. very big on defensive-minded players, and uh, I mean, why is that? Why why do you like defensive players? I, I grew up playing as a forward, and I draw back to left mid, and, and plus start playing defense, and I, I have a lot of respect. That's for because you. Players. That's because you're really good. That's what they do for the really good forwards. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the best <laughs> players. A lot of the best players in the world <laughs> become defensive players, that's and right. uh, I'm big on defense, and I like remedy. I, yes. I, mean, I like I like to get control in the middle, and I like defensive players that just are just have a knack for the ball to, to just go in yeah, and he's take like it a, away. He's so, like a hound. In the I mean, people of the don't field. appreciate those kind of players, and, and honestly, I mean, you have to because I mean, they, they take control of the game and, and, and I mean, take away the ball in the middle. So yeah, we see when uh, Larry, especially when Larry sits uh, further back, uh, and and you have Rometty in front of him, and he's given that freedom to be sort of that destroyer. Yeah. That's yeah. when he's at his best. I mean, yeah. you saw what happened the first game against Houston. So, I mean, after Carmona left, we had a big gap in that middle. Yeah. And, and he uh, filled it. He absolutely filled yeah, it. I think he was, out, a, he was he, a great he's, acquisition. He's jumped in like he's been there before. So He's like butter on toast. It just makes sense, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, uh, I'm obviously not hungry at all, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, Kenny, you, you talked about a player that some may say is underrated, uh, and that's actually where we're going to go. Uh, we're going to ask you, who do you think is the most underrated player and why? Go? No, oh, Kenny, you've got to go. you got to go. Kenny's trying to shuffle it off. <laughs> okay, the most underrated player. Let's see. 
I'm going to say Bello, honestly. Yeah. You stole Chris's thunder. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris's hands Chris just went up in frustration. Up his hands. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he doesn't have the experience, but I just I just love what he's been doing when he's been put in the situations where that he's been put in. And he's shined and he's scored. And Hell yeah. I don't know. I like attacking, I like attacking defensive players that come back and get the ball. All right, since we that, have that, that's the thing with McCann, like, I mean, honestly, he's hurt, but like, I, I don't think we're gonna miss a step because we have Garza to to really fill in the spot. Which last week when he came in, I feel really changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he had a great performance. Um, I think when he first came in, he was a little rusty, but once he got sort of the grease going again, I think it we it was yeah. a clear difference between McCann. So, Chris, now that we know that he stole your thunder with Bello, yeah, do you want to continue Bella. on that? Continue on the so, so, so I love Bello. I, I I love what he brings to the table. I, I love how he's constantly attacking. I love how he attacks the the uh, the top corner of the box and just just splits right through players and always looking to take that shot. I mean, it's just it, it adds a whole other dynamic to our team, especially when uh, when uh, Garza was gone for so long uh, throughout the season. It was just it was amazing to have him there and just a, just a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Granted, granted, it was against New England, and you know those the with the, he was given a lot of room there. Uh, to work in, but it's still, uh, it's still a 17-year-old playing a professional MLS game. So absolutely. let's not discount it for the team that he's playing because New England still is a good team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. So guys, uh, one of the things we wanted to to, to kind of rip the bandaid off and get get done talking about we we obviously we lost the supporter shield. Now some people are like, well, the Red Bulls won it. You know, they're uh, they are an amazing team, and that's they have a good point. Yeah. They, I mean, these guys played in the Concacaf Champions League still were able to uh, beat Toronto's uh, po- single-season points record. Right. Um, they beat us. Uh, we, we have not been able to beat them. So, sure, I could understand why well, they, they won it. Of course they won it. But we had the chance. We just needed that one game. Correct. And uh, we didn't take care of business. We really choked in the first half. How do you guys feel about that? How does that affect your um, sort of how you feel about Atlanta going United into going game. into this game? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I, I, didn't, I didn't like the lineup. I mean, it was what a four-three-three, or yeah, that or a four-two-three-one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we have three up top, so that, that means we, I mean, we, I mean, we have three up top. You you're gonna have to score first. So, I mean, they just scored for two. Well, they scored two two very quick goals on us. So right, it, it, it put us in the bad spot. I mean, season wise, I mean, every time we go down one or two goals, is just not a spot that we want to be in. Atlanta United plays best when we're up. And uh, yeah, I mean honestly, if, if you're putting three, if you're, if you're putting three first, up yeah. top and you're leaving that much gap in the middle, then it's just uh, I mean, if they score first is a recipe for disaster. I mean, then you're gonna have to just push up and it's just they get you on the counter. Well, we saw we shipped those two goals at the end, and the fourth yeah. goal they just gave up. It looked like you know, oh for sure, which is something you definitely don't want to see out of. I a mean, team honestly, that's it wasn't supposedly it wasn't, yeah. one of the best in the league. Right, it wasn't, it wasn't the lineup I wanted to see. Honestly, I, I felt like we left too big of a gap in the middle. Right, that's what I thought. What do you think, Chris? Uh, how did how did that impact you? How did uh, there was a, there were a lot of people that I think uh, had expectations that this should be something that we should be able to get away with, and then if we do lose, we're at least not going to lose like the way we did. Right, right, right. It, it was it was hard to watch. Uh, we were actually here at Twisted Taco, and uh, we were we were celebrating my birthday that that, that day. So I was oh little, my gosh, crying so, into sorry. tequila <laughs> shots. Happy birthday! <laughs> Pretty much Late, free, free shots, free shots at halftime. <laughs> that's right. That's what we do. You guys will find out about that soon. <laughs> 
but uh, it, it was it, it was hard. It was hard uh, seeing us play that way and come out and come out the way we did and uh, and kind of collapse the way we did. You know, toward the end of that game and just allow a few extra goals in there as we were trying to push forward, obviously, and trying to commit and trying to you know push all our resources forward so that we could take some shots on goal and try to bring it back even. Um, but as far as how I feel about that going forward, you know, the playoffs are a different season. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're basically you can almost treat it that way. It's a yeah. whole it's a whole different game. So when we come out today, you know, we'll know more about the team and how they're going to play. Uh, but but we, we just got to kind of forget that. We've got to have short-term memory, move forward, learn what we learned, and, uh, and, and and play hard, man, and get out there and win this 90 minutes coming up. For sure. I and, like you, and you've already seen that sort of with the playoffs games that have, have started today on how this is com- – and even even in the in the past week. This, <laughs> That's the playoffs, it's though. It's the playoffs. I mean, it's, it's a whole new season. Everybody's got all on the D.C. Losing. United train yeah. and You've Columbus got the karate kick. Yeah, um, RSL. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's hard to beat a good team twice. So yeah, yeah. I mean, last For year, sure. last year Columbus beat us. I mean, it could, you could call it a fluke, but and it, we were just talking. That's about what this. that's the thing when you're when you're rank one or rank two is a different story because you got two games. It's hard to be it's hard to be the two team uh, good team twice. So. Right, right. And we were. I ta- mean, you're talking about. I mean, we're playing on a very small field, so I mean, you can almost compare it here to the bar at Twisted Taco. So. <laughs> Maxi Morales is actually behind the bar serving beers right Correct. now, which is puzzling. Correct, so. yeah, it's very weird. It's I, very I hope weird. he is. He's getting some money before he goes on. But we were we were talking about this, Jay and I, before before we got on about how Columbus seems now to be the team to beat because even last year when we were looking at uh, the MLS playoffs, they they had a good opportunity to beat Toronto. Um, on, and, and the Cups. So, I mean, when you're when you're thinking about a team with Columbus who sort of revives himself every playoff game with Iguain and all that right. good stuff, mm-hmm. you're you're looking at a team to beat. Right. Columbus crew, uh, they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals last year after, you know, sort of springboarding off of that. Like Again, the, a PK the, yeah, round just like they did with D.C. United. Right. And then you saw them, um, you know, really frustrate. I think the scoreline was deceptive because they frustrated – uh, Red Bulls to the no Red end. Bulls Absolutely. for the entire match. Um, Stefan came up big a couple more times. Oh, Stefan. Uh, Higuain is a different beast in the playoffs. He just seems to step up to another level. He's a 34-year-old guy running around the field. And so now you have a Columbus that could very well beat Red Bulls, who uh, I think it, if you asked and polled most Atlanta United fans, 99.9% of them would say we do not want to play the Red Bulls. Correct. Uh, if I mean, we, history <laughs> history says we shouldn't. Uh, and uh, and I, I mean, think we, we fared, haven't beat them, so. <laughs> we fared better better against Columbus. Even in the playoffs last year, you know, I think we had more control of that game. Oh, we did, yes. Uh, we had to post a couple times. You know, the, so I, I, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think if we could take care of New York. If you could take care of NYCFC, I think, uh, and the Columbus takes care of Red Bulls, I think we're all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting pretty again. It feels like the sky is falling after you lose a supporter shield. Right. And just after a couple weeks, you could be right back into things again. So uh, It'll be a very interesting matchup, though, if we do end up becoming uh, it's us against Columbus. Again. I want revenge. I wa- yeah. I've wanted to face them from the get-go. Like, yeah. I wanted to face them in this round. Right. Um, and, and because and you get do it want done. that, you do want so, redemption for so sure. Sh- give me Columbus. I'm all about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the things that also uh, folks are talking about, and I think the majority of people feel that this is something that is not necessarily uh, impacting the team, is Tata Martino leaving. Right. Um, when you guys found out about Tata leaving, were you guys prepared for it at that point with all the rumors, or did it hit you? you yeah, know? man, I was. I was pretty much prepared for it. Yeah. Tata, he hasn't coached at a team for more than two years you know, ever, so. I mean, it was almost expected, you know. Yeah. 
I mean, thank you for building the foundation, you know. I mean, we really appreciate it. Like, If he gets, if, if Tata wins MLS Cup, will we see a statue of Tata in, in years to come uh, in front of Mercedes-Benz Stadium? I don't, no, <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. No. I don't think so. He, he, he's no. been, he's for, been amazing. For being the, fo- like the founding coach to get us to an MLS Cup in two no. seasons, you don't no. think so? Like, go ahead, go ahead, Chris, because I'll, I'll probably make more point after yours. So, so losing losing Tata. First of all, I kind of knew that he was going in the first place. Uh, you know, like Kenny alluded to, he's he, he only stays someplace for about two years, and, and he wasn't really he was being kind of non-committal on on signing the contract. So you could kind of see the writing on the wall at that point that he was probably going to end up going someplace else and doing something else. Kenny also alluded to something else, which I think is is important here, and that's you know. Tata did something great for us. He, no man, I, I don't think there's there's hard, there's a few coaches out there that can build a team as well as he's done and recruit as well as he's done. I mean, he has really put a system in place now. What we need now is we need a we need a game manager to come in and do it. And I think that's what I'm looking for for our next step is somebody to come in and to manage. Well, look the at Berhalter. I mean, he's a game manager, right? I mean, he comes into playoff game. He he plays. He adjusts tactics according to. Uh, teams where I think uh, and and Felipe, um, sorry, Felipe uh, Cardenas uh, alluded to the fact that you know Tata does not like to do man-to-man coverage, things right. of that nature. Right. Uh, it's just not his style. So you know, some people call it stubborn. I just think that each coach has a different philosophy or different different style. But yeah, I mean, in MLS, it, you know, if we don't if we fail to go through, I think that you know the coach coming in. It gives him a lot to prove, you know, okay, you know, can, can you do something that Tata didn't? And uh, I look forward to that. I think I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. I think, if anything, us us having Tata leave, it's it's he set the bar in a place that any coach that comes in has to meet that expectation or go above it. And I think when you're looking at somebody to replace him or you're looking at the, the future of Atlanta United in that perspective, I'm excited. We, we should be excited because anybody that we get has – the shadow of Tata. I mean, Daniel said it. This this team is built to to, to win trophies. Correct. Uh, there's no excuses. This is you know, uh, Darren's a nice guy, but if they have to be ruthless, <laughs> they'll be ruthless. They will be ruthless. If a coach isn't performing, I have no 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 qualms that they will uh, uh, drop the axe if they think it's going to save the season and bring someone else in. Absolutely. Hopefully, we don't see that anytime soon. But you know, as a team lives and breathes, and you go on, and it becomes a team that you follow for five, ten years, those situations will happen. Um, the other thing, uh, when you talk about potential coaches coming in, is we were talking a little earlier, Kenny, about Copa Libertadores. And River Plate moved on after uh, P.T. Martinez came on in the second half. Yep. He was on the bench. They brought him in, and uh, you could see why. They, he scored the ultimate game winner. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, P.K., right? Yeah, PK. We seem to, we seem yeah, to love to, 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 to follow. Lane United seems to love to sniff out guys that score P.K.'s because Barco, although he's only, I think he's only taken one P.K. with us, yeah. is another P.K. maestro as well, you yes. know, in the Copa Sudamericana. So uh, they won over um, uh, Gremio in the Arena de Gremio. And uh, Guillermo Barrosa Scalotto, uh, uh, coaching the Boca Juniors, right. they skated by uh, Palmera. So we now have an insane Super Classico set up in Argentina between River Plate and Boca Juniors. And both team with coaches uh, in Marcelo Gallardo and Scalotto, who actually played against each other mm-hmm. uh, for D.C. United and Columbus crew, respectively, in MLS and are potentially b- targets for Atlanta United to become Correct. coaches. This is exciting stuff. It I is mean, exciting. Have yeah, you guys definitely. been following uh, the Copa? Have you been 
watching any of the games? Or yeah, if, I mean, if, I, if, if you're an Atlanta United fan and you're not watching the Copa right now, you're you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, you need to be watching it because because you got Petey Mar uh, Petey Martinez out yeah. there. He's putting on an amazing show, and then you got both coaches, which Juan Carlos both. Quintero. Oh, I mean, yeah. he was also rumored to come to Atlanta United, but I mean, Petey Martinez, he he brings a whole another aspect. I mean. I love Almiron, but the guy's uh, mature. Petey Martinez, he can shoot with both feet. He's also yeah. a bit more mature player in I terms mean, of how many trophies. Almiron's more of a pure. Almiron's a pure lefty, like. But I mean, Petey Martinez brings a whole other dimension. I think to the team. I, th I think it'd be great. It's a honestly. little different too because we're not bringing in a guy necessarily that we're looking to turn around and sell for a profit. This guy is more mature. I mean, Correct. this is a guy that could go to yep. Europe uh, and take the step to Europe right now. Exactly. And, and we're bringing him on and as sort of uh, already what, a playmaker, like 20, 25, right? What, already a difference maker. Correct. Yeah. Not someone that we're going to build upon and 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 sell after two years, right? It's and, the uh, the, be the best analogy I think I can have for something like this is that. You, if you look at our team as like a box of crayons, is this an algebra uh, no. problem? Oh, no, okay. I'm just, just I'm simplifying it. If we're looking, brain explodes. If we're, looking, yeah. if we're looking at the team as a box of crayons, we're removing one color, which is Almiron, and we're replacing him with Pity, which is basically the same color but of more vibrancy. So we're we're still making the team just as good as it is now. We're just adding a little bit more vibrancy. Or is Miguel Almiron like Forrest Green and PT is actually four crayons of all different that, shades that's of That's very possible. <laughs> but still, if you look at it that way, we're, we're removing analogies. one aspect. But it's, it's Only simple. unrelegated. Yeah, I, mean, I like it. I, it's hey, a I'm, way to look at it. I'm down for it. So if you guys have not watched uh, Copa Libertadores, uh, if you can subscribe to Fubo TV, there's also a new network that's out that has some of the matches that Fubo didn't have, like the earlier rounds. I can't remember. It's uh, it's a, uh, I think it's a uh, based in, I think it's actually based in Central or South America. It's a, it's a Latino company, uh, and I can't remember the name of it. But they're another streaming service. Uh, yeah. Philippe uh, talks about it that okay. he is assigned to, but. These two matches should be on Fubo TV yes. because uh, they're they're the finals and it's and uh, the two legs. Yeah, it's two uh, legs. So the first leg is Saturday, uh, the day before our game on the 11th. So it's uh, um, Saturday, November 10th. Yes. At uh, 2 p.m. Yes. Yes. And then the next one after that is on the 24th at 2 p.m. as well. So check it out. Follow uh, PT. Follow these coaches, and uh, it should be insanity. They're going to be oh for sure. They're going to be uh, coverage. There's probably going to be coverage like an hour before the match, what did, and what they follow the buses say? coming in. And LGP said he hopes there's no violence. Yeah, but I don't know if he meant on the pitch or, <laughs> or outside the or pitch. Outside, outside the, the pitch, pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because as we saw uh, in one of the matches, you know, it's uh, and this is quite normal in yeah. these big games, especially uh, international teams playing, you yeah. know, from different countries, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. especially. Uh, is okay, uh, you have the, riot, the riot police surrounding the referees oh, for sure. on the field to That's protect them normal. from the players. It's very yeah. normal. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, guys, we are going to get into where people can find Atlanta United Nation. Um, uh, you can find it, um, them on Twitter at ATL United Nation, on Instagram, Atlanta United Nation, and on Facebook. You can join the group, Atlanta United Nation. Is there anywhere else they can find you guys, and where can they find you each on social media? I mean, you can find us also. I mean, we're, we're now an official supporter group that's linked with uh, Terminus Legion. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So Terminus Legion chapter as well. Yeah, we linked up with uh, Terminus Le uh, Legion Gwinnett. So perfect. It was. Cool. I felt like it was the perfect move, honestly. I mean, these guys are. They've been supporting us. So big, big group. So I, I love it. Heck yeah, yeah, man. And and they can find Kenny and I. Yes. Up here at Twisted Taco yeah. every away game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, is there a Twitter that you both have that they can? You're find active on Instagram a lot, or? Kenny. ATOUTD Nation. I'm, I'm not big on Twitter, bro. I am big on Instagram and yeah. Facebook. So yeah. 
And you run you run the Atlanta United Nation Instagram, right? Yes, I run the Instagram and I also run the uh, Facebook group. Awesome, awesome. What about you, Chris? I am a Twitter and uh, Instagram illiterate. (laughs) Cannot Ah, cannot figure out how to work either one. So shout out to all the dads out there. (laughs) Who can totally relate? You can find me on Facebook, though. <laughs> I'm just CR Cope. That's me. CR That's Cope. fine. Uh, awesome. A lack of social media knowledge didn't prevent you from finding your way to halftime free shots. So yes. it worked out, anyways. Yes. Guys, so Chris, yeah, Chris has been here since day one, so I really appreciate that, Chris, man. Do you well, want to do score predictions? We yeah, we got to get your score predictions real quick before the NYCFC match. Um, our predictions, we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. We we tweeted them out, and actually we gave them away on another podcast yeah, interview, the Lads podcast, the Loud Americans talking soccer or something yep, like that that's exactly podcast. What it is. And uh, discussing soccer. <laughs> I I went ahead and predicted that we would lose today, but it'd be close two one. Which uh, I don't think is. We yeah, would get that crucial thinks. away goal, and that would mm. allow us uh, to. We would dominate uh, next week, but okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go opposite of that. Okay. I'm going to say 2-1 LA United. Oh, okay. Boom. All right. I said 1-1. One, one. I think we tie again. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one, late equalizer for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Either there way, all uh, I don't think. You we know, get a goal either way. Either way, that way goal is so crucial. It's so. very, very crucial. Guys, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll uh, talk a little bit about Mike Conti's treasure chest, and then we'll uh, we'll preview the game coming Heck up. yeah. Mm. I don't mind. Hey guys. What's up everyone? As you know, we are huge Atlanta Beer Bus fans. Oh my god, we are the hugest fans. And you may know because we've given you offers in the past and now we've got a new offer for you. You guys are going to be blown away. If you don't know, Atlanta Beer Bus is Atlanta's only hop-on and hop-off brewery shuttle service. Yeah, and you can ride between seven breweries, one cidery, and a distillery, and even a Marta station for only $15 a day. But guys, Fridays are now happy hour. You can now ride for $10 on Fridays. You've got to be kidding me. $10? Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Why are you going? Why are you taking expensive lift rides or Uber to, to, yeah, to breweries? Yeah, no Or having to try to find them on a map or ways. Yeah. I mean, don't do that. Or trying to designate a friend as a designated driver and punishing him oh or her. Oh, my God. Those conversations, they're <laughs> awful. Those are awful conversations. Someone's always grabbing the short straw. Well, I mean, really, it's most likely <laughs> Plus, guys, as Kelly's, fav- as Kelly's favorite, you beer get- Beer nerds! You get beer nerds! beer nerds! You get beer nerds, guys. That means you get somebody that's going to tell you all about the brewery, all about what's new before you even get there so you don't have to get off 
and then pause and wait for somebody to give you a tour and all of that. It's all done on the shuttle They're ahead of time. They're nerds that love beer. Plus, How could you not like them? Plus the drivers, they got great taste in music out here. So. Yeah, oh, perfect taste in music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring, maybe bring your own mixtape. I don't think, yeah. they have, <laughs> you think they have cassette tape players. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but listen, guys, unrelegated listeners now get 20% off daily passes what? with the promo code UNREL. That's U-N-R-E-L. And the reason that's cool is because they can now be used on any weekend route. Any any weekend route. That means Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And because Fridays, like Jay said, are now happy hour, that means unrelegated listeners can ride the bus on a Friday for just $8. Now listen, the offer is limited to one person per weekend and cannot be combined with other offers, but that doesn't matter because you only need one day to get through these breweries, guys. You only guys. need one. And you know what? If you want any more kind of cool tidbits and other facts about them, you can follow them at ATL Beer Bus on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can visit them at AtlantaBeerBus.com for full details as the daily routes may change on occasion. So go there, check it out, see what the routes look like, and then go ahead and use your code. Atlanta Beer Bus, people. Create your own beer adventure. What are you waiting for? Go do it. TV, which is, um, I guess, Channel 2 in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, our sports director at Zach Klein WSB is in New York for the first playoff road in ATL UTD history. We'll have a recap and reaction of the game on Channel 2 Action News Night Beat at 11. They have a reporter. They Channel 2 Action News sent a reporter. Way to get your shit together, Atlanta media. Up to New York. That's insane. <laughs> that's good. That's that's a good. It, sh it shouldn't be rocket move. science, though. That's the kind of stuff they it should be shouldn't. doing more often. For sure. You know? For uh, sure. I mean, if the AJC can send their uh, news beat reporter, their uh, you know, written press reporter, Doug Robertson, to every game. Yes. You'd think that you'd be able to send somebody to more you more would, frequently. For but sure. Hey, that's a positive. Uh, we like also it. have a starting eleven that just came out. We do. We do have a starting eleven, and um, again, uh, I think Felipe Cardenas was right with his prediction. Yes, he was. He was. So the the lineup. We're right just now all is, sorts of Felipe praise. I know. Uh, today. Felipe's awesome. <laughs> he just is. So that uh, we have Almiron, uh, Martinez, Gressel. Uh, as forwards, we got Remedy, Nagby, uh, Lorenowitz in the midfield. Obviously, they're having it again in that 4-3-3 formation, which is our standard graphic lineup now. And then Garza on the wing, uh, Gonzalez Perez, Parkers, and Escobar. Yeah. With so Can, Barco, Bello, Kratz, Robinson, Vialba, and Williams on the bench. So the big news being Almiron yeah. uh, in the lineup and Barco on the bench. On the bench. And Vialba uh, on the bench as well. And Vialba on the bench. Yeah. So, yeah. Al although, honestly, I really don't think that there was any way that, that we were going to start this game without Almiron. Why? Why not? Why, ri why risk it early? Like, that's the thing I'm thinking is, you know, is it more like, oh, we just want him there to 
he didn't really do anything against NYCFC last time. Here, he was he was clogged up in the midfield. Yes, I would agree with that. Here's my here's my thinking on this. If he's there and able to Is it a psychological thing? I think it's a psychological yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. For sure, but I also think if he's able to get there and at least create some momentum for us and create some energy going forward so we're not dead or lacking on the first half, it gives us a better setup towards the second half. I think it sends a message to NYCFC. We came it to does. play, too. We did. So, we absolutely came uh, to play. It's, uh, I think it's a little bit of messaging. It's a little bit of everything. And uh, before we get into a little preview, uh, Mike Conti's treasure chest. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I'll <laughs> Yeah, he has had a lot of stats in the last uh, week. I actually went to go see them when they uh, interviewed Joe Patrick and yes. um, uh, Scott McDonald, uh, from Atlanta, coach of Atlanta United, two last Tuesday. Yeah, so that no, was those stoppage time lives are great. I just went just to hang out, and uh, Dilmer Donaldson was there, and um, huge, huge group that goes. Uh, a bunch of folks, CK, Mr. Pope uh, mm -hmm. from uh, Terminus Legion, they had a, a bunch of people there. So, Which, by the way, it's every Tuesday. So if you got a chance to go to Fado and Buckhead, yeah, seven o'clock. For Seven sure. o'clock, guys. Easy peasy. They have valet. There's plenty of places to park. Uh, I took a lift, uh, and so uh, yeah. yeah, nope. Super go there. Easy. I'll, I'm going to try to go there uh, to all of them if yeah. I can. Uh, but anyways, a lot of uh, end of year stats have been pumped out and put out there. But Atlanta United isn't finished yet, so we're not going to get into those types of things. I think we have lots of those things we could talk about when when the playoffs are over and mm -hmm. Atlanta United has won the cup. We could talk about. <laughs> Exactly. Looking back at all, the, look at all the stats, all the stats. So there's only one important stat that we care about. Correct. And that is Mike Conti put out at Lane United's 5-0-1. You guys know this stat. It's that we've been, never been beaten no. since last June of last year, back-to-back, uh, -back, right? Correct. So at Lane United is 5-0-1 after a loss in 2018. At Lane United is 4-0-1 after a match in which they gave up three-plus goals allowing a total of two goals in those five matches and three clean sheets. So zero losses, guys. This is it. This so is the stat. This is the only stat I care about. Okay, if this is the only stat you care about, then why are we losing in your prediction 2-1 to New York? Oh, I mean, just because I uh, think logically stepping back that, you know, it's going to be difficult for us to, to win this game. Because of the field? Right. I And, and the way that New York is going to counter I, us? I still would like. Or clog the midfield. Yeah, I still want us to win. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely want us to win, too. I just don't just, think it's going to happen. I just think that, that, that this. Are you setting the bar low so your expectation No, I don't do that. I, I really think. Okay. We're, I really. I have really have a hard time seeing us win this game, and I predicted uh, losses a couple of times this year. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's gonna be a tough one. But it's a two legs. It's two legs. So uh, yeah. I, I think we can dominate at home. I think weirdly we're gonna go. This is. It's not that we need to have revenge on NYCFC, but I think it's we need to have a revenge on our own mentality. So I feel like a lot of the players are going into this match laser focused. I know that we've said other matches that we felt like they've been laser focused, but I honestly feel like they've got something to prove right now. And I, I definitely, I think Mike Conti also said it, and I can't quote him directly, but I think he, this, the the Columbus win against the New York Rebels is a huge motivating factor for them. I would, I would hope so. Um, I, but at this point, you know, if they can't get motivated <laughs> by just uh by just the fact that they're they've had a, a week off and, right. and a bye and they haven't had to go through the knockout rounds and they have two games to move forward and uh, and you know this is set up very very nicely I mean it's not like they had to do a knockout round and then a quick turnaround so correct you know no excuses uh, I, at the at the end of the day I don't care 
that much if we lose, if it's close, and if we if we play like I know we can. Correct. If we play like we did in NYC where we were just hanging on by our toenails, but we were playing. We, we were, were playing. out there. We were, we were Absolutely. toe-to-toe we with those that guys. Game. That's different. Kuzan stood on his head that game. If it's another case of where these guys don't show up right. and they and they ship goals early we'll through mistakes, then, then that's when I'll be really pissed off. So... That's when we'll start throwing things. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> so, But that's not going to happen because Mike Conti says the stats say otherwise. And if so, Mike Conti says it, then it's facts. Yeah, we have to believe in your dreams. Um, <laughs> believe in your dreams. Uh, yes. So with that, guys, uh, that was it. We're not going to hold you to it because obviously you already know the result. Yeah, you already know. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, cut to break. When we come back, we'll go after and recap the match uh, between Atlanta United FC and NYC FC on that soccer mini mini soccer pitch this is me hoping i get through halftime free shots here yeah i mean at least they have us well prepared here that well prepared <laughs> all right guys we'll get back to you soon my voice we've sang so many songs we did an, an instagram live and a twitter live yeah we just did a live concert we just did no a big live deal concert. no big deal you guys we didn't know that was going to go down no, did you no yeah had no uh, idea no idea except for when they called the final whistle and i wanted as i tweeted i wanted to punch a pigeon i wanted to punch a bull i wanted to punch pretty much i wanted to punch david via and uh, oh my god <laughs> can we talk about first really quickly that david via slide into garza was a red card yeah, the studs up, hit the torso at yeah. the end. We're starting with the very end, by the way. And we yes, are. obviously, yeah, we you know, we've won 1 0, and we are here with Atlanta United Nation. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they put on a hell of a party. I oh think once gosh. those free shots rolled out, it was free leveled shot, up immediately. Free shots. And things oh, yeah. got crazy. I, I mean, think, I think I was the only guy who uh, said Atlanta uh, United would win. Well, uh, on our uh, initial scoreline predictions, you, you were the only one, one, and you praised Rometty for yeah, his abilities, did. and he put away a goal. He put uh, away a goal, yeah. So uh, Kenny's just uh, be- beaming right now. No, 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 it's not jinxing. It's 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 a good foreshadowing. Okay. I gotta tell you, the when Rometty scored the goal and he started sort of running away from the goal as they all celebrate, the Rometty shimmy that he had <laughs> literally gives it me was life. Very, um, I could watch it over and over again. It just makes me very happy. It was, it's just like a hey. It was very yes. 1950s musical. <laughs> yes. Like I was expecting him to whip out jazz hands. And, yes. And by the way, also with us, uh, joining us, who is a new guest, uh, Christina Hopkins. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. 
Thanks so much. And well, you glad were you're here. Thanks so much. You, yeah, it's great to be here with you guys. You were pre-gaming pretty hard. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm great now. <laughs> <laughs> once, <laughs> once, once you shed some of that alcohol through through lip syncing karaoke, yeah, it uh, burns we most burn it off. Yeah, absolutely, no, absolutely, sure. absolutely, guys. So. One nil, uh, Atlanta United. I don't know who this team was. Uh, they came out of the gates, dude, on fire. Right. And even if they lost this game, I would have been happy because I they would've... showed up. Oh they my god! Up. I so m- our good friend Robin was here, right? Yes, yes. Robin, Robin Seguin came yes. all the way up from south of Atlanta. I know she like, lives up to most she of our an hour and a half. Drive. Drive. She lives south of me. And yeah, I'm mm-hmm. pretty south. Pretty wild. Yeah. So I looked at her and I was like. I don't know who these people are, but I want them. <laughs> this is who I expected to turn out to the Toronto game. Yes. Right? Right. I want this team year-round. Yes. Absolutely. Holy crap. Yeah. People, um, everybody just looks sharp. Uh, the pressure oh my God. Uh, on the ball. Everybody was pressing simultaneously. Nobody was hesitating. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, it was just creating New York all sorts of problems. We could have probably gotten away 3-0 in this game. Oh, for sure. Uh, if some of the chances were put away. And, and I don't want to dwell. Fouls were actually called. Yeah, there, there were a lot of fouls. There were inconsistent yellow cards. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the absolutely. refereeing was much to be desired. The, the, yes, the yellow card for Joseph was stupid. Yeah, and let's address the goal. And remedy. That first goal. And that Vialba. first goal that got taken back. Yep. There's nothing more frustrating when you celebrate and then you tweet a video yeah. of you celebrating <laughs> yeah. and you tweet a video of you saying, uh, fuck you, New York City, and yep. uh, the goal Correct. gets disallowed. <laughs> <laughs> later. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't age well on Twitter. It doesn't. Uh, no. I, I made a tweet. No. I said, uh, "Var no. is the goal uh, uh, Twitter. Um, sorry, goal tweet killer." Yes. <laughs> yes. At least we didn't waste the beer at the Mercedes Benz. That's true. Sure. Nobody threw their That's beers. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Or as, or here, as we can do in Toronto. So. Yeah. Or as I would have experienced, uh, a beer would have been wasted on me. Yeah. Exactly. There were there were some napkins thrown. Yes. Uh, I think ultimately I didn't see that. It, it was explained not by but very well by the referee or anybody else, but on Twitter and elsewhere. Uh, that Miguel uh, started the corner kick and then uh, he got caught offside, still hanging around the corner yeah. flag, even yeah. though he wasn't part of the play I at I all. Feel like no. he, was I don't, he, he was not a part of the I play. Don't so. understand, like, I don't uh, understand. It's, it, it's so frustrating. Uh, anyways, it took way too long for them to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, either it was or wasn't, especially for an offside call. Why does the ref have to review that on video? Yeah. Because Correct. offside is a clear rule. So right, if right. it's clear and obvious, then just call it offside. I don't understand. I don't get it. But anyways. I, it's uh, this whole, like, hold your flag down and then if you're not sure then nobody even did a flag this was because the goal went in the VAR reviewed and went back to make sure nothing weird happened leading up to the play so as soon as uh, as soon as the play begins they look all the way back to that Correct. and so unfortunately that's you know we saw that with uh, with a couple of goals this year against us as well with Joseph uh, only a couple yeah I think it was sure. SKC or something where yeah. Joseph uh, uh, the guy's feet got tangled up and they, they or, called or him for a foul. Yeah, like and, way then, and the one that wasn't yeah. explained, which was in Toronto, where we scored the goal, and then mm-hmm. nobody told us why it yeah. got disallowed. Yeah, yeah, they need to do a better job of explaining, or at least have they somebody explaining to. to the commentators that like is explaining it to the commentators, so the commentators can explain right. it to everybody going on. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. No, but I can tell you, the Cooligans immediately said that they wanted to name their child after Var. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Until it bites them. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Cooligans are big NYCFC fans. Huge. So we just want to say to our friends, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, it. but suck it. <laughs> um, guys, uh, what impressed you the most about this game uh, watching it? Anything stand out to you other than the, the goal? Uh, anything that, uh, that comes to mind? Kenny, you first. I mean, our, our resilience in the back, I feel like we were really solid. I don't know. 
Mm -hmm. Our presence in the back was really. The really defenders stood up. The, yeah. the experienced defenders came exactly. and they showed up. Yeah, Parky put some boosters on a couple and the times. Ritowitz, yeah. Having to run, I was like, where did that come from? Right. And, he, can, he, and by the way, can he lend those to Tito when Tito came on? I don't. Let's, I don't. That Tito's another subject. Oh my goodness. So uh, I mean, it's a really tricky field to play on. I mean, I mean, Atlanta United is just built to play on a wider field, so. And a field that doesn't uh, get, I mean, you know, uh, holes, chunks come out of it. Right, where game. you've got you've to stomp the... LGP is yeah. trying to put the field back together <laughs> <laughs> during some of the match. Like I mean, they were From the tagging team like ours, it, I feel like that, that feels just really hard to play on. I'm, I'm really glad we came out with a 1-0 win. So. To, to pull out a win, yeah. I think only one other team did that. Was it Red Bulls? I think it was the Red, Red Bulls. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... That is huge, you we, know. Hence the predictions going into this. But like we said before, the the the, the game, everything resets, right? This is the playoffs. Yeah. So your stats, although Mike Conti's stat holds up, it does hold up. Uh, we are still uh, have never lost back to back <laughs> since like, last year. I really June like his year. treasure chest. He should yes. keep on going. Mike Conti blessing us I with will, that stat. I will say though that it, the first half of that game we dominated. They. NYCFC we were could not the find the ball, and I loved it. They I looked shell shocked. And yeah. then in the second half, we ended up passing the. We gave them a little bit more of the possession back. It looked like we took a risky, little risky play by uh, maybe doing a low block, and and, and 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 that only works if your offensive players Correct. are are your one or two are, are chasing and harassing. Right, which right? which we which we saw Tito was not doing right. at all. Right. So once and this is probably one of the most fascinating things to me is that Barco normally when it comes on, he's aggressive but he's not overly aggressive. But I'm pretty sure when he was told to come on that he had it to he had a press he had a, a give pressure to the to the defenders and when he came on there was there was a huge shift in momentum. Literally when Barco came on, every started everything became hectic. It started again. to rattle their yeah. cage a little bit. They weren't prepared and for I it. Loved they it. started to make mistakes, which means that Barco wasn't always getting the ball, but he was creating mistakes he further was. down the field. And I where, loved it. Where our where Rometty or Nagby or Gressel could get on the ball and try yes. to create a counterattacking opportunity. Miguel Almiron got taken off at halftime. How do you guys feel about that? Could have been a safety play, honestly. I mean, I, I'm not sure if he was 100 percent to to really. Uh, yeah. I would highly doubt he's 100 percent. Right. Yeah. Christy, what I mean, is, what I, do you I think? mean, you really have to save him for the uh, second leg, you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, I love the lineup when I saw it um, posted. I was really excited about it and stuff, but I I anticipated seeing him come off by halftime. Tyler Martino's not dumb. He has to be seeing the same things that we we do, right. and the right. fact that he understands when we go behind. We struggle. We ship goals trying to chase right. the game. Right. And so he came out with the intention of trying to get that early goal. Yeah. And that was and successful. And mm -hmm. then he was able to rest uh, Almiron. I think that his strategy played off flawlessly in absolutely. this game. I think it absolutely did as game. well. Oh, yes. And people were nervous because they, uh, they, uh, this was like the same lineup as the last three games, which, you know, if you're thinking, if you're thinking of formation only. But the thing is, I think is what we found today is formation means nothing if you don't show up. And formation can mean nothing when you do show up. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it, it's if you show up to the game, yeah. I mean, Hold forget on. the formation. We're so fluid anyways with the way we move around. I agree with you. But also the difference between the, this game and the last three games is the fact that Amaron was on the pitch. There's a difference right. when he is on the pitch because, like I said before we played this game, I had no doubt Amaron was starting because they needed him there to push us forward. As you yeah. saw when the goal was disallowed and they cut to Miggy, Miggy is literally sitting there mm -hmm. encouraging all of the players to shake it off. Let's go. Let's get another goal. Yeah. Like right. that is Miggy. You showed a lot of leadership. He's today. not he's not a captain, but all means he is the spirit and the energy and the point point of our team. Yeah. 
Um, Joseph uh, worked all over the pitch today, but it just wasn't his day in terms of finishing. There were a couple of opportunities that he had. Um, he was double teamed the entire time. Absolutely, uh, he was. And uh, you as, know, as 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 right as he should be. Yeah, it's not like he has a lot of room to maneuver on this pitch uh, <laughs> as well. It's always going to be difficult for a striker on that field to be able to get away with anything. But you got to think of it this but way, though. Created, we did the same thing to Vialba. Right, but he not, created sorry, that Vila. chance that Rometty put away. He put away on the volley. Joseph was able to put that ball on the frame yes. and force Stefan to save it. So those types oh. of things don't always translate clearly. But, you know, I was really impressed with Joseph's effort overall. Um, the only person I was really disappointed with, and I don't know if he just wasn't fit, but he should have told the coaches that, is Tito Vialba. Yeah. I don't know I what was going on with him. Off. Yeah. He just wasn't harrying uh, no. or harassing uh, no. when the ball was up the field. And in that low block, if you don't not, have that. He was not creating pressure, which you need for the two, the two strikers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If yeah. we're having a low block on the back, you need to have a little bit of pressure on the defenders. You can't give them that much space. It concerns me because if Tito is not 100%, that's somebody we're really going to need through the, this run. Uh, this playoff run. Either I think either, we, either we have him in or we bring Williams in. Or if Barco continues to show up like he did, I mean, maybe maybe in. we'll be all right. You know, yeah. I don't know. But uh, that that kind of worries me that he's still not 100% Honestly, from his knock. If, if, if it, this is my thought about Barco showing up tonight, right? So as we've seen in the Copa de Libertadores, I can't talk tonight, but Barco shows up in important matches. Oh, in the Sudamericana, you mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. Sudamericana. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, in the Sudamericana, Barco showed up. He played. We all watched that when we were discussing the room about him coming to Atlanta United. We saw how well he possessed and how well he pressured and how well he changed the match when he was on. This is going to be a confidence builder for him, coming off the Absolutely. bench and, and doing what he did. I hope that uh, he sees that and he we, pushes forward. We may see him uh, start in Atlanta. I mean, Possibly, yeah. You know, with, I mean, if you look at Tito's performance, unless Tito shows something on the training, training pitch, this next uh, week to Tata, I don't see how he's going to start. Uh, either we either we play the same formation that we did this past week and we have Gressel start and then we eventually switch out Almiron again for Barco. Yeah. I think I think we'll see a similar formation. Yeah. Uh, maybe a 3-5-2. It's going to be different because it's obviously a bigger pitch. But I don't but see I don't see Tito coming on. If you're if you're especially if you're um, you know, looking to if you're ahead and you're holding a lead and you're trying to do that that lower block, I mean, would you want to risk putting Tito out there? No, no you put Barco in. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, guys. Tito, Tito played less than forty-five minutes. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. So this sets us up wonderfully. Uh, some of the things we were talking about before the game was if even if we lose, if we ship a goal, we get an away goal that could put us in good stead, and we can if we dominate. Yeah. Uh, this now coming in, I mean. We're now coming in with not only an away goal, but a clean sheet. A clean sheet yeah. in New York City. <laughs> and NYCFC in the, in the, in the league's smallest in the pitch and the, hardest, right. and the hardest pitch to play on I, I in like MLS. The, I like the 4-3-2-1, honestly. Yeah. The 4-3-2-1. The yeah. I like, I like uh, Martinez up front by himself. Yeah. He, he can just sneak behind the defenders. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that formation. Yeah, I mean, if you're up a goal, you I think I feel like we, we might come out like that. Man, I just want and us. We'll pack the middle, so I like Martinez up top by himself, honestly, on yeah. the island. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just has that knack to kind of get behind the defenders. And he was giving him a lot of trouble, yeah. And, yeah. and then and what that did is it drew those two center backs 
consistently yeah. and created space in front of the, the penalty box because yeah. he was drawing those two guys consistently, mm-hmm. which allowed us to have some room to maneuver Absolutely. in front of the box in the middle. So, yeah. Here's, th- here's my question, though. Yeah. Because Garza played a full 90 minutes today. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, as coming off from where he came, that's, that's a lot of minutes for him. If we're sitting in a position where we're semi-safe, do we start Bello? I don't think so. I think I Garza has so, even said in interviews that he's got enough in the tank. He feels that he's got a lot. And he's been training for a long, long time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's an arm injury. So it's not right. the same as it's being – like injury, he couldn't be, like he, He's been able to run for a long time and right. that sort of stuff. So I think that Garza is somebody that you trust. He looked like he had energy all the way down to the last minute in Garza was great this game. And Absolutely. I, I Dude, think you trust with what's working. Not only working. that, i got to give huge props to um, Escobar. Wow, man. He was a the beast runs. Awesome this game. Yeah, the runs he was oh making God. was incredible. And then he would find you'd find him in during set pieces. Yeah, uh, covering for Parking Larry, and and he was all over the field, mm-hmm. everywhere. That is your man of the match, in my yeah. opinion. He was he was creating oh things out of nothing on that right wing, and uh, it almost looked like made Gressel look like he disappeared because he Escobar made, was doing so much. He made work. Viaba look like he was <laughs> yeah. slow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Which is hard to do. Yeah, I know, I know it. Yeah, but he was. Killing it. Uh, so coming into the game next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there were some yellow cards handed out. I have to look back to see who got dished out yellow. Martinez got one right for now. throwing the ball. Martinez, right. Remedy, uh, uh, Vialba. I don't think LGP got one. Yeah. He got, he got close to getting I'm one. I'm not worried about Vialba, but Remedy worries me if he Remedy gets worries another me, yellow. Yes. So Remedy got a yellow. Vialba got a I'm yellow, Martinez got a yellow. Yeah. But yeah, and those so I think those are the only three players that we had that got a yellow. Yeah, so that's the only uh, thing. And NYCFC also got a bunch of them. Also. Yeah, so that's right. that's the thing is if the, if he gets another yellow uh, next week, then he will be out for the uh, Eastern Conference Final. Uh, right. the Correct. First, yeah, the first yeah Eastern Conference Final. So anyways, and and they know that, and yeah. NYCFC know <laughs> that, so they're going to try and pressure. They are them. chippy, man. Right. I'll tell you what. Yeah, this they, was a very. Physical game. Uh, watching Yan yell Herrera run his mouth to Gressel was hilarious. Gressel <laughs> yeah. was just smirking at him like, I would mush your face, bro. <laughs> he was like, did you, see what, did you see what I did to Josie Altidore <laughs> yeah. last year? Yeah. Bro, yeah. come on. Uh, give me a break, man. Like, don't even, You're like, half don't even make me speak German right now. I'm <laughs> scary right off the field. All right. So, so guys, you guys threw a hell of a party tonight. Um, and uh, we did talk a little bit about it. But how did you all end up? Uh, you know, hooking up with Terminus Legion, becoming a Terminus Legion chapter. Um, so with uh, TL, we were looking um, for a new a, uh, a watch party location. Um, we were wanting something more centralized from where we were last year. We were wanting something more consistent, um, some place that was um, going to be hosting, you know, some good specials for our, our folks and stuff, and just just a, a good environment. Um, with Gwinnett County, it's we're, we're 30 miles outside the city limits. Um, we want to offer our folks out here, you know, a place that's very centrally located for the county for people to be able to come and really see um, the games and enjoy it and have a, a you know, a safe drive home afterwards um, without a, a long, uh, long drive away. So um, when I came on with TL, um, one of the first things was is Everybody came to me and was, you know, all of leadership was like, you've got to talk to Kenny. And I was like, who's Kenny? Um, and they were just like, <laughs> let us Kenny? introduce, I- introduce I got, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, you know, uh, 
we got um, hooked up at one of the uh, tailgates, and then um, you know we came and checked out his watch party location out here at Twisted Taco um, on Lawrenceville Swanee, and it's just it's it's the perfect spot. He's been doing this for a long time. We've been handling this for um, the Falcons for a while. He's been he knows what he's doing. So why? F- why battle him in trying to set up a second location nearby and whatnot? Why not, con- you know, join forces, bring him in? You know, he has the same um, values that that we do as TL with um, with wanting, you know, the community to really come together behind our team. Well, and y'all had drums. Uh, there yes. were uh, kids leading chants. Yes, in the front, there were. Uh, standing uh, on the shoulders of their parents. Yes. And, oh my god, it was amazing. And yes. it was it was so much fun. We have tons of videos up. If you guys are listening to this, go to our Instagram. You can check it out. Go check out Atlanta United Nation and check it out. Is there anything else you guys want uh, the listeners to know about Atlanta United Nation? Any other events coming up or anything like that? Well, next year, I mean, we kind of want to grow off. I mean, for for Cinco de Mayo, we did a lot of the outdoor events. Mm -hmm. So that's really what we want to try to grow off these uh, watch parties. More of our block parties. Yeah. Outdoor block parties. uh, And that's probably one of my craziest watch parties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know you you saw pictures. And they do have a patio. We have a upstairs. upstairs. We have a patio upstairs. We have the parking lot we get to use and stuff. We'll do projectors and big screens outside. Um, We're looking at possibly doing some um, Boxing Day um, stuff out here as well. Um, just again to give those um, who are OTP um, the opportunity to enjoy um, just soccer in general. Yeah, um, out here. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, I used to do the watch parties over at Big Sky and Buckhead, but having to drive back to Gwinnett yeah, County, this is rough, from man. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's what I wanted to build this off of. I mean, I was kind of like on the outside looking in. Yeah. I was I was I wasn't an official group, but I, I I still went out. And your OTP, which I think is difficult yeah, for people to the feel like they're connected. I, I did what I did. I mean, I st- I remember I, I spoke to a lot of people at Lane United too, and nobody really took me seriously. Yeah. So I started doing what I started doing. So yeah, right. you know and what? We Sometimes do, you just need to do that. And we see your faces exactly. in, in uh, marketing materials all the time <laughs> for Atlanta United too, because you guys are close yes. here. So yes. exactly. Uh, and and I, I felt like this was the perfect location because we, you're, we're close to the Atlanta and uh, indoor Silverbacks. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we're. Probably maybe five miles away from the Lane United Two location. So right. I was going to a lot of the games trying to promote the event. I saw a lot of familiar faces, uh, you know, folks from other supporters groups as well, resurgence right. as well here, yes. and right. people that you see at Atlanta United Two matches. So yeah. I thought that was really cool. We had a, a whole mixture of people. Yeah. I think we had, that's I think we, had a, uh, we had a whole group of Albanians here, yes. and, uh, and and people from uh, Venezuela and mm. Colombia, yep. <laughs> Mexico. And that's what I told Christina <laughs> I didn't want to lose. Mix. I didn't want to lose that. That basis of what I started this yeah. off of. I started this as a Atlanta United Nation because I wanted everybody to be invited. Yeah, it's yeah. A United exactly. Nation. So, so, it's a United you know, Nation. Yeah, any, any supporter group is invited. So that, that's where it based off of, and it took off, and uh, I mean, it's been a hit. So If people are up in this area uh, and they want to join, should they go to the Terminus Legion website and join there, yeah, and then they'll be directed they? to kind of Kenny okay. and stuff? Or Yes, yeah, so um, so when you join Terminus Legion, um, you'll see our chapter um, at, listed as um, TLAU Nation. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you'll um, you'll get linked up with our email addresses as well as our Facebook page, our Instagram, and our Twitter. Well, what um, are you guys AU waiting Nation. for? Go do it. I mean, <laughs> Gwinnett really, people. It is. It's one of those things that you come here. It feels like you're with your family. Uh, not to mention that somebody comes around with a full tray of shots <laughs> at halftime. Or all the Mo- Moscow mules. Time. Or the Moscow <laughs> mules that, that I've had, um, which are delicious. And, They're wonderful and out here. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a great environment. It really is. You, it's just so many people from different, from different walks of life, and that's what you want. 
Exactly. You want to all get together and just scream at a screen. <laughs> Screaming or, at a screen. Or team two, you or know. Or team. Our no, two I mean, spikes the, are amazing. The team is on the screen, so I'm screaming exactly. at the we're screen. Exactly. We're still yeah. screaming at the teams. So. All right, guys. We're going to put it to you. It's a week away, but uh, I want to know what do you think is going to happen next week? What are your score predictions? Kenny, you're the one that picked the, the win this time. Yeah. What, what do you, you think is going to go do down think? in the ATL, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Okay. For the I, final I leg. just don't... I, I don't like defensive-minded coaches. So yeah. I, I just hope that Tata does not come out defensively. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, think he agree. I, I, I mean... That'd be hard the, to see at home, just especially. Put the throw... I mean, put it, to, put it to them, man. Yeah. Just go go all balls. Go all ham. Man. Just, like, go ham, yeah. Yeah. So they put out <laughs> the same formation they did today, and they, they go all out. What do you think will happen? I, I want to see an attacking formation. I want, yeah. I want, to, see, I want, I want to go... Let's go hard the four, first 45, at least. Yeah. Joseph going to score? Agree. Uh, yes. It's time, man. I feel like the clock's been ticking. Yes, yes, yes. He deserves one. It's time for him yeah, to get a, sure. uh, a goal he on the run of one. play, as he they say, one. not a PK. Mickey's back. Yeah. So Mickey, You did see some of that interchange in the beginning of the game between the two of them. It didn't quite mar- marry up, but you could see that Joseph yeah. was very happy to see Mickey back. Yeah, and some I can, of the play I can also, also tell you that like, I don't think Mickey's going to be subbed off at halftime. I think if we're up a couple goals, we might see him taking off uh, to prepare for the finals against uh, maybe a Columbus or, or Rebel New York, wh- whatever maybe, happens. But maybe. It depends. If we're up two, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. But if we're only up one, I think we'll see him back yeah. on the on the pitch so, for the second so half. So what is, your, what is your score prediction then? Final score, I'd like to see. I'd, I'm a, I always like to see at least a two-point head, but yeah. um, it, two to one. Okay. That's what I called. That's what yeah. that's what Kelly had. That's I what had I, called. I had a dominant performance, three one. Yep. I think New York City gonna wilt under I'm the pressure. I think they're what? gonna lose their third semifinal in five years or whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. They're gonna <laughs> come out attacking, we're gonna get them on the calendar. Yeah. yeah. I, I got three mm-hmm. to one. Yeah. I, I don't know how much David Villa has in the tank. No. You know, like the guy I they're mean, exhausted. They've he been playing the same trouble. line yeah. for how many games now? Three, four? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the same the same players. You have one you have one player that's fresh. Or not fresh, but like just just coming and, off of an yeah. injury. Morales they kept Morales quiet. He didn't do anything. He was having to go deep and launch Morales. balls into the box. Morales rarely got in the box. Exactly. He was having to chip balls over and try same to hit. With Villa. Yeah. Same exactly. with Villa. Yeah. Exactly. And we got Miggy back. Like I said, he's just he's so creative and I know Joseph just means feels so much better having him back there with him and it's yeah. just it's we're looking I, strong here's here's my here's my opinion on this i don't think tata comes out exactly the same way that we came out at uh nycfc because right. the pitch is different obviously exactly. um and nycfc knows what we're capable of with that mm-hmm. i with that formation and with with that attacking presence right i i still think we're absolutely attacking i don't think we just i don't think we sit back defensively at all but uh um, so you think we might start barco instead of like um who uh gressel i mean I don't. Uh, I don't think we'll start Barco. Yeah. I think we'll still start Gressel, but I think I think it will be different. Like I don't three, know five, how two. to. I uh, think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's a comfortable formation that we have at home. It still allows us to be defensive, mm-hmm. but at so the you same think the wing backs are just going to sit deeper or up or higher up the field? Um, and, and press more. Uh, Correct. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think either way we'll be fine, guys. Uh, yeah. I want to thank you so much, Kelly. I know wants to thank you. I want to thank you. We want to thank you. We want to thank everybody. Everybody is just thanking everybody uh, for having us up. 
yes. here. We had yes. such a good time. It was so lovely. And totally awesome. worth thank the drive. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for coming out this way. All right, guys. Uh, we don't have any iTunes reviews, which is very disappointing. Guys, so go and leave us an iTunes review, guys. Like I've said, I can't read things logically in my mind out loud. <laughs> don't you so like please. sending Kelly tongue twisters thank so she you. can screw it up <laughs> on screw the air? Up live. Yeah. You're welcome. We have some very special guest interviews being lined up, so stay tuned yes, for that. That's um, uh, they were put on hold for for a week or two. We yeah. think that they will uh, will be able to get those done in the next week or two, hopefully. Um, and uh, yeah, we want to thank our sponsors, Dave W Photography. Dave Williamson was here, by the way, showing off some fancy yes. scarves. So I think uh, when we find out how those will be distributed or how you can find them, oh my gosh, I'm uh, so excited! You can look at our Instagram page for pictures. We will uh, let you know the details of that. Um, Dave has been a photographer for the Atlanta Silverbacks for the past three seasons. He donates time to soccer in the streets. He's the one that gives us all the pictures. Uh, Atlanta United home games uh, that we shoot out and uh, let you look at. And you can check them out at DaveWilliamsonPhotography.com. Yes, and then our other wonderful, wonderful sponsor, Mock, uh, the agency. It's Don Mock. It's a creative advertising agency, a graphic design, and digital studio on 14th Street. If anybody needs branding, patching, patching. Oh my gosh. I need patching. <laughs> I he does patches? We all need patches. He does He patches. might design you, he make designs could, that you can make could. into patches. But he does packaging, graphic design, or website work. And you, you know what? They're the shop for you if you need those things because creativity is their speciality. Yeah. Check them out, mocktheagency.com. Leave yes. us a review on iTunes. Uh, we will read so it I out can loud. Ruin it just like I ruined that. Guys, we have 62 reviews. Let's try to get to 75 reviews before the off <gasps> 75, season. 75, please. Uh, and then uh, if we hit 100, I think oh at gosh. some point we might have to like do a big giveaway of some kind. Or a party. Uh, we should do a party. <laughs> yeah, we should do a party. Holy totally throw a party uh, for you guys. Find us at Unreal ATL on all the social medias. You can find me, J at J A Y underscore Riddle on Twitter. And you can find me at The Kelly Francis on all the social platforms. All right, guys. Thanks again uh we really appreciate it and guys nothing's gonna stop us nothing's gonna stop us believe in your dreams (laughs) (laughs) hey let's get it
I say fuck you, New York, New York. We now ask that you observe a moment of silence as we remember Pope John Paul II. They were having sex!